0: Hey, Steve. Hey, Chris. It has been a gosh darned long time since we well put out an episode.
1: That's true. That's true. Yeah, because we
0: recorded one, but I sounded too much like a jerk on it, so nobody gets a podcast where we talk about Suicide um, so Squad. Fun. That's what it was. That's what it was.
1: sounding like a jerk has never stopped you from releasing something before.
0: Okay, but this was even more so Mr. Guy. Um, no, nah, seriously, there's... there's. I didn't like the sound of it. Like, yeah, we, I, I, have, I have jerkish tendencies, but this time, listening back to it, I was like, I am not happy with this episode. It does not sound like a happy episode. It doesn't sound delightful. It sounds like something that will just come off badly. So I decided, hey... We will do another episode that's just random stuff, I guess you could say. Another conversational grab bag. And this should be the last one where we record like this before we move to Twitch. Unless I want to do one last one in your... like Where we're just side by side and talking and having a good time. Because I think I'd I like mean, to do in, at least one more time too.
1: In theory, we could like do Twitch... From my location or something. Oh, or that, would so that would be so difficult.
0: That would be so because I'd have to have the stream lab set up. I'd have to have all the overlay stuff on your, or I'd have to move it to my laptop. And oh my goodness, I'm already getting a headache from all that.
1: Okay, never mind. Forget I even suggested it.
0: I will easily do that. It's already forgotten. Nah, but um, regardless of any of that, I'd have I decided. Yeah, let's 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 do a talk. Let's do a conversation about stuff like what we've been playing. Though I wanted to ask. Um, see, I'm trying, I, I, I had this perfectly worded in my mind earlier, because as you know, one of the big issues I'm running into is the further and further we move along mostly in this year, especially just the further and further we move along and I get older and everything, I care less about like the triple A gaming space and I care less about the mainstream, even of Hollywood. Like, okay. I like, that's one of the things about suicide squad is we both watched it and I'm like, okay, that's fine. But now it's like, dude, I've kind of forgotten. I've watched it. Like, mm-hmm. d- like, ha- have you carried it with like, do you still think, man, that was a good movie? Like, do you still think about it or. I mean,
1: I don't like wake up every morning and think like, man, I just wish that I could live a life that, embodies the virtues put forth in the suicide squad uh you know
0: okay i I, I mean i I wasn't really talking like that but i I know i
1: know know, but i like i haven't even though like it's not like something that like comes to mind frequently there's definitely i mean different parts have come up in conversation or have reminded me of things uh you know but But yeah it's not it's not like it's like like stuck with me like some kind of incredible I, I do want to watch it again so yeah i don't know well you we, uh, a chance. you're, you're becoming Max. now now you're becoming the hipster chris
0: i know i know but it's not like it's I, I don't know how to describe it it's like it's just i've i'm ready for something new in a lot of ways or it's not even just that i feel like because a lot of the indie games I go for, right? They aren't the artistic, like we're going to break the boundaries of what video games can be like. That's not what I'm watching. That's not what I'm going for. Instead I'm going for, we made a super Nintendo game on a modern system. That's what I'm going for in the indie sphere. Or when it is higher budget, it's like everything Capcom's doing. Resident Evil Village isn't hipster. Resident Evil Village is mainstream, but it's like, it's, it's good. It's not an over the top, larger world than it needs to be kind of a game right it's it's perfectly sized it's perfectly replayable you could speed run it in less than like three hours like it's not like so like we, we recently had this Sony presentation and i was I, like i genuinely wanted to know because like see again like this is going to sound condescending just the way i ask it but it's like you've been looking forward to yeast nine Instead of buying mm. and playing Geese 9, which is a franchise you've liked for a long time, you played The Last of Us Part 2. It's true. Why?
1: Okay, so here's... There was something
0: about... The controversy!
1: Was there? Well, I had been wanting to play The Last of Us um, two, Part 2, and I had, been, I, had, I had mixed feelings about a lot of different aspects of it. I'm glad I played it. So, with, there's a couple of tough things about East 9 for me. Now, granted, I do have a Switch. So, if I could play it on. Is it on the Switch? Ooh, or ooh, only on. No, no, uh, uh, no. It's no, not no. on the Switch. That's right. No, no, no. It is okay. on the Switch.
0: It is on the Switch. But I can tell you right now, the trailer they put out was the Switch performance and graphics. Dude, no. No. Yeah. It does not look good at all. Like, this was. Oh.
1: So, I think the one aspect for me is East has always been a mobile game for me. I've played pretty much the entire series on PSP and Vita. So there was some kind of, I think there's some kind of mental block in the moving to a, playing it on a, on a, you know, TV console. The other thing is it didn't, the trailers didn't really feel like East to me. Like the, I feel like it it's, it's a too series Halloween-y.
0: That's,
1: yeah it's always a series that's <laughs> all like bright colors and hope and it so it has, like, a, it didn't very, like, it
0: has a very Halloween town look to it the funny thing is those yeah. darker color those darker colors are especially why I like the look of it as opposed to like he Eight. I'm just like I don't i I don't really like the pastel colors of a lot of Japanese games these days of of a lot of the double A kind, like they had this weird mm-hmm. pastel y color to it, um, just a bright palette, and it's like there's not enough bold dark shadows and shading. So yeast nine, like the visual style, appealed to me far more than yeast eight did. And yeah, I guess
1: that's the thing is, it, it appealed to me less, and also like I really loved yeast eight, um, and so I don't know. So it's, it's it's like. I guess that's weird.
0: But Ys 9 was just maybe. one example though. And I'm wondering if maybe yeah. one of the things is I mean
1: right now, so I mean right now though mm-hmm. I'm playing Tales of a Rise. Sometimes it's just I, Oh you actually I, snagged that. Yeah, I ended up snagging Tales of Arise. So I'm a couple hours in right now. Are you playing it on your Series was, S? That's, that's what I've been playing. I've been playing it on PS4. Um
0: why would you do that when you have a series S right there?
1: You're asking good questions. (laughs) I mean, I guess for me, it's not the sort of game that I'm looking for the absolute best performance out of like
0: well if you're I, if i'm also being honest i never would have thought to get it on a next gen system because i look at it and I'm like it's cell shading it looks pretty good it's it'll work, run fine yeah, this it looks, gen it looks then i played the demo on my xbox one x and it did have performance issues and i'm like that's weird I mean, yeah, there, yeah, are just, yeah. there are some games that even the xbox one x is like they look like they shouldn't have performance issues and they do and it's like, are people just getting lazy because the next gen's right there now?
1: Maybe. I haven't noticed any any real serious performance issues on the PS4 Pro. It could just be I'm used to, as I'm expecting or used to or not bothered by, like if you're playing Overwatch and frame rate starts chugging, you have a problem. If you're playing, you know, Tales of Arise outside of, some of the timing aspects of the battle system, it's not really doing that much against you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe that's part of it. Yeah. But so, no, like I definitely, and I downloaded death store. I haven't played that yet. I really do want to play that. that I think a lot of it for me right now is just kind of scratching the appropriate, Itches for what I'm doing. Like I went back and played the original portal. You know, you can beat it in like a couple hours.
0: Okay, I can day. grok that. I can grok that.
1: Um, you know, I I don't know. Was, and I still definitely I think I needed something. Part of the reason I went with The Last of Us 2 is I wanted something very narrative focused that was more serious in tone, I guess. I think that's kind of Mm. what I was craving at the moment. And so, like, even, like, playing Tales of Arise, and I'm like...
0: It's it's a Japanese role-playing game. Just like their anime is going to have tone bounce back and forth.
1: Right, right. So it'll eventually get,
0: like, super serious and everything, and things are going to be all at stake, but at the same time, you're still going to have the goofy, like, oh, look what I cooked today, side skit.
1: Well, it's, yeah, and then it's, like, right, it's very dark in the opening, like, we're all slaves, and we're dying, and if we rise up, they just crush us again. But then, like, I don't know, I'm, like, pulling the sword out of the chest of this girl in a, like, low-cut top, and it's just, like, I I don't don't know what I'm doing, like, what? I understand why she has a sword in her chest from a narrative perspective, from like the, the explanation in the narrative. But just I don't know. It, it's fun and it's a little bit over the top, but like I'm not gonna feel like playing another JRPG right away after finishing Tales of rise, You know,
0: maybe mm. I'll hit Death Door. See, okay. I guess you can see some of that because even when I'm trying to think part of it is because when you talk about Western AAA and serious storytelling, it's like, yeah, they're not that good at it. But I'm also, again, we're talking some hipster stuff. And I'm trying to think when it comes to an actual serious story without any of that goofiness, because like you said a narrative driven game. And in my mind, I'm like, you know what? Devil May Cry 5 could use a replay. And then you're like, it's super serious. And I'm like, oh, never mind. Because it's like, Don't Make Five has serious moments, but and we've already you've already played it, of course. Yeah, um, that's the thing. I'm also like fine with replaying a game, as can be seen by I played Resident Evil Village four times this year already, and then um, Record of Lotus War, Deal and Water Level, I've played. A but bunch, then but... how
1: long? But how long is like a playthrough of Resident Evil Village?
0: Uh, first one was I think around twelve ish hours, but then it got shorter and shorter each playthrough. So.
1: Right. Like, one run, one playthrough of Last of Us 2 was a 20-hour deal.
0: The game is
1: too long.
0: Yeah, that's one of the things that I've heard people say. Um, The game was too long. like a
1: fake, a false ending. Like, you think you're in the epilogue, but it's not the epilogue. It's like one more chapter. Spoilers. Uh, (laughs) And, yeah. Uh, And then if you, like, thought that you had just gotten punched in the gut by the false ending, then you get like double punched. And you get like thousand hand uh, <laughs> punched by... Uh, the real know. ending? Yeah, the real ending.
0: The funny thing uh, is, like, yeah. I feel like I could have warned you of this stuff based on what I'd seen, but... I, I knew it
1: was gonna be... The entire... Okay, so to talk about The Last of Us 2 for a second. My... My impression is that they are all... So whoever, you know, Naughty Dog got in a room, in a conference room, and they said, okay, remember how you felt at the end of The Last of Us when you're like Joel and you kill everybody in this hospital full of like presumably Spoilers. to save Ellie? Sorry. Spoilers for a <laughs> 10-year-old plus game. Um uh, Okay. I guess maybe it's not 10 years old yet. But then they're like, okay, imagine – if we just like make every chapter in the game feel like that. <laughs> that's basically what The Last of Us Two is. And where I think there's a small amount of genius there to it. There are some really well the the game gives you some shifts in perspective that now i've I've definitely seen some differing views from some people who've played the game. The idea behind the perspective shifts are to basically make you feel like everyone's bad and everyone's good and
0: yeah, I mean
1: are people messed up
0: If you and, recall when 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 a lot of this stuff was first being leaked, and I looked at the 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 leaks, my impression was if this is done right, this could actually be really good. Because I was technically on board with what they could be saying about Vengeance. When I looked and watched everything that they did about the the actuality of it. I decided people would be better off watching the Korean film, uh, I Saw the Devil. Which is, you'll cringe. You'll cringe at some of the violence in there. But it's only two hours. So, tenth of the length. And it does a much better job of conveying the problem with vengeance. So I get that. There
1: is something special about what the last of us two does. Like this is one light spoiler example. There's a, a scene where you're basically, you know, the dogs are one of your worst enemies. Um, through the main campaign because they can like sniff you out from your hiding places and they can interrupt your dodges by like grabbing you and really ruin your day so at one point you're like cornered by a dog you've got no choice this is like the one dog that you absolutely have to kill uh so then you get a flashback where from another character's perspective you're petting the, that same dog that's, that that Ellie kills. Uh, you're you're like getting a flashback of playing with the dog and petting with the dog, and you play you play fetch with it, and you know the dog ends up like saving somebody's life and all this other stuff,
0: and you're like, see, I want not call that, has... I want to call that secretly, ge- I want to call that genius in any way, shape, or form. I mean, Oh, no, it's what firstly what it does... because they force you to do it, and that's like. Remember when people complained about Spec Ops: The Line forcing you to do something dreadful and then making you feel guilty about something that you had no choice but to do? So that's—I wouldn't call that genius at all. I'd say that's beating you over the head. Well, some people, some people are going to complain
1: either way. I—that was—I think Spec Ops: The Line has over time become more appreciated, and that's another comparison here. Obviously, would be, um, you know, Spec Ops with with the way that they make you do things. What it does though is if the goal of the story is to talk about vengeance and perspective and and other things like that, how how you know the hero and the villain basically you see how you get to see the perspective where and you felt it playing the original Last of Us. You get to see the perspective where Joel is the villain. In that situation where, you know, I felt conflicted. Some other people had zero sense of conflict about it, but that's kind of the, it, and so I think that works. And then it kind of, right. The idea, the things it does with vengeance, um, particularly by the time that you get to the end and you see how vengeance has basically just eaten away at what characters that have been demonstrated to be good people in some ways were just eaten away from the inside by vengeance. And it so makes you gonna, the I'm gonna gamer. I'm going to interrupt you. I'm going to interrupt you. This, ahead, is go gonna ahead, be, yeah.
0: this is going to be me being hipster again. But remember how when you, when we joked about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Being like the only creation where you'll be like, hooray, the Nazis are here. (laughs) I'm going to bring up again. I saw the devil. And without having to like hit you over the head with, don't you feel bad for these people that aren't bad, even though they do bad things? Instead of doing that, it will make you go, man. I kind of feel bad for the serial murder rapist right now. And without being over, like without having to beat your head over it, like you will recognize the whole time serial murder rapist and you will begin, you will begin the film wanting them to have their comeuppance. And by the end being like, okay, I, 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 I didn't want it to happen like that. Like, cause it, it, it it's it, it, well, okay. Maybe some people, but it's like that, It's called, I saw the devil for a good reason. And if you want a film that really talks about like the, 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 the negatives of vengeance, I guarantee you that does it better than the last of us, but here's
1: the thing. I I, I wouldn't, I mean, I haven't seen the movie. I wouldn't guarantee it. I, I think that there's a lot of, I think what is what I was getting at with the last of us is by, even though you don't actually have much choice in the matter, by giving the player agency in the actions, you you create a stronger connection with this sort of questionable morality of of each side. Um, and I think that's that was, again, that was what really worked in the last of us, the original last of us ending. Was. see
0: i guess i got something completely different out of the original last of us ending than you did and i've talked about it even on our discord yeah. like, i've talked about it so many times when i got out of it and i feel like i'm the only one because it's like I no, no matter how old that game gets it feels like nobody else has my perspective which is stupid because nobody is unique on this planet therefore somebody has my perspective of the ending but i can't find them I can't find them. So, I don't know. Like, it's just... I don't I don't think that's what makes the end of The Last of Us good is that idea of perspective. I mean, yes and no, I guess. Because it's like not not in that sort of moral manner or something. It's like the perspective that changes is who Ellie herself as a character really is. Mm-hmm. That's well- the pr- perspective shift. There's no, like... Good or bad action about it, though I guess from Ellie's perspective that changes it, but I don't feel like that's necessarily the intent if that makes sense
1: well so I mean i I guess the way I look at it is I as a if this were mass effect, I think I would have made the choice to not you know, to, to, to not do what Joel guess you. to let Ellie die. If this is, if this is mass effect. Um,
0: but I said, right, said, you're forced to do it.
1: Right. Instead you're forced to do it. Well, not, I shouldn't even
0: say that because that makes it sound like I'm, cause the one thing I will say about video games, I don't mind a linear story where you control a character. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's completely fine. I don't want every game to give me a choice. You can tell your story. Yeah.
1: Yeah and I think I think that's that's what it is is it's this idea this sort of blend of a linear story with the appearance or some of agency within the story even if you can't do anything other than very minor changes in how it plays out you know you could in last of us part 2 you know you could do a pacifist run where you're basically only murdering people in cutscenes. Um, or something you know you know what I mean, saying something like that versus the way that I did it, which was I guess you'd call it Panther if you're using um Splinter Cell as a reference point where you sneak around and murder everyone silently. Mm. Uh <laughs> but Anyway, we don't have to talk about Last of Us this whole time. But I definitely think, that, again, I'm not saying it's a perfect game. I think there's a lot of issues with the game. From the length to some of the character decisions. Um, I do think the game does some very creative things with manipulating your emotions by making you do things from... And see things from multiple perspectives and actually act them out. It kind of makes me think of, I don't know if you're familiar with this whole idea of, you know, saying something or writing something down, even if it's not something you believe in, can actually make you start to believe it. Um, you know, they just ex- experiment with like essay writing in college where making somebody write an essay about the virtues of something they disagree with can actually make them start to believe in the thing that they just wrote the essay for because they said it. They, they put it out there. This is a game that sort of makes you do things from the perspective of who you think is the bad guy and realize that... I don't know. It's just an interesting... It's It's interesting. I think there is actually a lot of merit to to what they did.
0: And honestly, maybe, because this is, again, this is where it's going to sound condescending again, but if the majority of your Hollywood diet is Marvel films and then, like, a lot of the AAA gaming space, especially Western AAA gaming, maybe it is interesting. It sounds so heavy-handed to me, and then everything I've seen of the story feels like they screwed it up. I mean, I've watched spoilers, and I've watched people that, you know, are of uh, varying ideologies discuss this game. And so many came away from it with disappointment. So, and that, that's again, like where it does make me want like for the past two months, right? Th- let's consider August. what have you been playing?
1: Uh, let's see. I played uh, some Chris tales, um, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, uh, you know, like I just said, I just replayed through Portal. I actually played through part of Half-Life 2. I got a copy of the orange box
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> Hang on Xbox One. Um, uh, wait, what else? Sorry, I missed something. Last of Us. Um, Been playing Tales of Arise currently. I actually, I like...
0: So it actually does into- sound like you got a more... It does sound like you got a more varied think going on that I expected like, cuz normally you've got like all kinds of other stuff going on.
1: I mean I've I've been I've been keeping up with Destiny, I've been playing a little less Overwatch. Um I think there there's some real issues um with with since they added crossplay um they've the toxicity from the Xbox player base has spread to the entire player base. The uh
0: my understanding is just the whole community is toxic, but...
1: Nah, I, I would disagree with that, but there's a lot of... There is... Anyway, yes, it's toxic. It's more toxic than it was right now. Um, the... I'm trying to think of... Oh, I tried out... I had, like, for... Like, a couple of years ago, I feel like I downloaded... I bought Shining Force Neo Refrain...
0: Oh gosh, I I, for, I, I barely remember. I, I never played it. I played a. Oh, I played, I played a, a demo. I played a demo. Yeah, it's nothing like the actual original Shining Force.
1: Nothing like it's basically it, it. Yeah, so I after playing a little bit of that, that's actually what made me want to go for Tales of Arise. Is like it's like I want to play something like this, but better. <laughs> so. So that's kind of where is I ended right it.
0: there. <laughs> <laughs> is actually the person would come to my mind, but no, I, I, I get get okay. Yes, yeah, so,
1: I mean I've been I've been playing a bunch of stuff. Um, I've hit a, a few other things on like Game Pass. I played some. Uh, what was that open world Xbox game? Uh, Sunset Overdrive.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You uh, mentioned
1: that. I played, anyway, I played a bunch of stuff. Yeah, so I, I've been I've been all over the place. But actual Reddit credits rolled would be uh, Miles Morales and Last of Us 2. Okay. And Portal.
0: And Portal. Well, Portal is a very <laughs> – like, you could clear that in an afternoon if your kids yeah. are asleep. Um, So it's, that is actually more varied than I expected it to be. Um, so you're making judgment I don't know. calls I don't know. about I don't know. me. I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, totally. I mean, I judge everybody and everyone. Um. No, that but that's the thing, like because I guess it's like I don't I just don't I've reached a point where like when I when I hang with you and especially well I guess I kind of see you more because remember our joke used to be that you were always the optimistic one, no one was always the immediate like pessimistic one, and then I was in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um Here's where we'd play anything and you'd be like, oh this is pretty good, or so like, oh I like it. This and then no one would be like, This is bad i'd be like this is all right and this is this is what it felt like for the longest time but maybe it's the pandemic or something something hit where i feel like i'm now the one that's like what do you mean you're enjoying that like what do you mean you liked control it was all right it wasn't that great no one's like nah, the control was pretty good and i'm like how what happened here why did we switch places what happened Now i'm
1: the pessimist
0: and it's like I, I like I watched the the Sony conference, and it's like, I mean, I mean, e- even the one game that I'm interested in, it's like, okay, I've seen enough flashy trailers for Bayonetta, Devil May Cry, likes, and I'm like, yeah, I need to see how it controls and plays first. So maybe some of it is just I'm too jaded now. But it's like I watched that presentation. And it's like there's nothing really I'm really like down for, and even God of War Ragnarok is like, okay, it's more God of War, which is fine, but I'm not buying a PS5 anytime soon. And I'm not buying Sony games brand new anytime soon. So yep. Um, that was, sure was a presentation, which I mean, you know, shame on me for actually watching something that, you know, I'm not giving money to, but it's still like, I want to know what's going on with the industry and, I was kind of hoping that God of War Ragnarok might actually, like, tempt me. And instead, it's like... I mean, it looks fun. I'll wait until it's, like, 30 bucks used, I guess. If I could never get a used PS5. Like, I don't know. Yeah,
1: sometime in 2025, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we need to see more of God of War Ragnarok. I'm... I, like, really liked... That was... That was probably, like, I'm trying to remember now. I feel like that must have been my game of the year.
0: Oh, it totally was because you were insisting so hard that I play it. Yeah. And I was a little too – it's funny because on one hand, I was a little too rough the first time I played it. The second time, I came away feeling a lot more positive. But then when I was, like, looking back at what I had written originally on my blog about, like, okay, so what was I so negative about? All of my complaints were technically still the same. All of my criticisms are the exact same. I have the same criticisms, even though I have a more positive feeling of the game. But again, it's like, what is God of War to me? God of War is a A execution of, like, Darksiders. And Darksiders 1 and 3, to me, are f- more worth playing than God of War is. And that probably makes me crazy. How could I like those games more than God of War? It's... Super amazing. Didn't you see how big the lizard is? And it's like, I maybe that's condescending itself. It's just, sorry, man. Like, the actual playing of it has too many issues. It's fun. It is. But is it? colored loot systems and the camera being as close it as it is and tiny little barely like visible like indicators of when an enemy's attacking you like there's issues with it it's not a great game and even the narrative it's like there's too many chunks where Uh, atreus yeah atreus is like story arc is just condensed and therefore feels forced like it's i'm sorry like it's it's
1: I mean, I mean I never I mean, finished I will, Darksiders three, but it didn't exactly feel like Shakespeare to me.
0: Oh, the story for that was completely like bland. I mean, but it's the gameplay is at least still better. Uh, and it's not like Darksiders I, is know, ever that's, trying that's to be a good like, story. Relative. Like I could It's I not like could, Darksiders is ever trying to be a good story, let's face it. Like
1: Oh no, no, obviously. But like no, but I think that's where it's relative, where I thought that you know Darksiders three had Maybe, maybe they weren't shortcomings, but I just didn't particularly enjoy the combat. Um, where- when was the last
0: time you played a Souls, like, for, like, more than, like, when was, because that's the funny thing. I'm, like, the new convert almost. I still, like, Bloodborne yeah. is what I like. Dark Souls, eh, but Bloodborne is where I'm like, yeah, man, this is my jam. But then that's what Darksiders 3 is. It's a better version. Actually, a better comparison for that is Star Wars The Force Unleashed, Dark Siders right. 3 is a better version of everything Force Unleashed was going for Force Unleashed. No, no, uh Fallen Order. Jedi Fallen Order. Um, yeah, for Jedi Sorry. Fallen Order, yeah. Um, is because Jedi Fallen Order was like, we're gonna be a, a Souls like that's uh Metroid-ish. That is uh I feel like there is a third option. Oh, yeah, some Tomb Raider in there, and it's like Dark Siders 3 doesn't have the Tomb Raider, but I guess the Souls born character action. Uh, Metroid right, far better than Fallen Order does. Fallen Order feels like how you mishmash ideas together without understanding how to make them work, whereas Dark Siders 3 is, here's how you mishmash them and get an actual functional working game out of it that feels unique enough while still being familiar to all those things that you love. And you could also have the bonus of, like, the control updates that allow you to dodge cancel in case you just Want to play the easy mode, or something, or easier mode, I should say. But it's yeah, like I'm, that. So maybe that's a better to, comparison. But
1: I send everyone back to Dark side I guess. So I do think for me, the aesthetic is definitely important, um and that might be one reason the where you know Tales of Arise had an appeal. Oh, it looks.
0: Bo- yeah it looks good
1: it yeah where more so than other recent tales game where just there's something there was something about it that hit the right balance of mood i guess for just watching you know watching trailers and stuff like that um
0: uh, they were giving that, money
1: right well yeah they had been money to to make it work so and that might have been part of it too for me with darksiders three was the, you know, the, the sort of like, I don't know. Um.
0: Uh, it's the Joe Mad comic style. Like, It's not actually Joe Mad. They only had him redesign uh, Fury. Otherwise right. it's all like their own artists that were imitating Joe Mad style, but it's still that style. And that's the funny thing is I actually really like his style. His style is what I wish I could have learned to draw as. Because when you read Battle Chasers, it's like, wow, this is the art style I always wanted growing up.
1: Yeah, so. I guess it, it didn't really. It's one of those things where it. it like, I, I I don't know. I just I think that was part of what didn't grab me about Darksiders. But I'm not saying it's a, a Darksiders 2 is a bad game or that we can't like compare the two. I think. Maybe if that's part of of what it is, is what we're willing to forgive and what we're willing to, what are the things that we will suffer for are not entirely aligned.
0: And maybe what we're willing to be punished for in a game, I wonder, because the thing is, too, like these AAA, especially Sony-based games, they are meant to be beaten by a wider range of players than some of the more niche games. Like, like you did beat devil may cry, but devil may cry is a perfect example of a game where it's going for an audience that is looking to master it and get good at it. And yeah, you can beat it with a whole bunch of like D D ranks and everything, but it's about the player that wants to try and go for the S rank. And Darks, uh, dark, and that's the thing, Darksiders 1, I found that a lot of people really don't learn the combat system, and that's kind of funny, partially because the game doesn't really teach it to you that well. Um, But that's a game where it's like, man, you know, you really get good with the combat system, and you'll tear stuff apart. Um, Darksiders 3 is somewhere between character action and Souls-like. And then, of course, there's Bloodborne, where, you know, yeah, you'll die a lot, but that's where, you know, God of War, you know, when you die, you die when you have, when you're not high enough in level. If, as long as you grind enough, or you get those upgrades, you put on that purple gear, all of a sudden, that thing that was killing you, eh, it's no problem now. And that's, like, I don't know, maybe that's a part of it, maybe... It's like you you go up a cha- go up to a challenge and you think I'll come back later, versus oh wow crap this guy's really tough how do I learn? But then again, did you ever ha- have you ever gotten everything in the game? Like what what's the hardest challenge you completed in God of War?
1: I don't remember at this point. Um, I didn't go for a lot of. Uh, um, so you didn't like do I the didn't... Valkyrie
0: fight. You didn't do because this again like I did
1: it... at least one Valkyrie fight, but I didn't go through all the Valkyries and. And see, like, complete that whole, that whole, like, yeah.
0: And that's the funny thing, because that means everything that I, that, that really made that game work for me is the stuff you didn't even do. So that's bizarre. True. Like, it, it's gotta be just. A, a, because just, that's like, not the
1: thing. Like, I, I don't typically go for the, like, oh, yeah, like, here's this optional. 100 level challenge dungeon or something like that. Um That's just tip it like that typically doesn't have a strong appeal for me.
0: Didn't you do that With... in Final Fantasy 15 or am I thinking of someone else?
1: Oh, that that I did do that in Final Fantasy 15, but that wasn't like a combat dungeon. That was like a um
0: annoying puzzle dungeon.
1: Yeah, it was like a it was like a puzzle dungeon and a let's try to do platforming with a system that's not really designed for platforming.
0: So, Destiny. <laughs>
1: yeah. Actually, I, I, I honestly I would at this stage challenge most statements about destiny platforming not being good now i may have been improved over the years
0: maybe you just got used to it Stockholm, and maybe i just got used to it there's there's a difference (laughs)
1: though between there are like with now we're gonna get off on a do like with each class in destiny having three different jump options there are ones that are better and worse for platforming challenges and there are worse wonkier platforming sections for sure but i wouldn't consider destiny platforming to be bad final fantasy 15 platforming is abysmal yes i yes. would
0: not disagree with that speaking of final fantasy though let's switch things to not to what i've actually been playing rather than what i'm griping about and um and rather than griping about what you're playing, but to Final Fantasy 4 Pixel Remaster. I've been playing Ooh. it and I'm trying to work on a write-up. Um, uh, it's slow going, but I'm trying to work on a write-up about um my thoughts on remakes and remasters in general. Because what I'm realizing is what I like about the Final Fantasy 4 Pixel Remaster is that it's more preservation with a touch-up. And mm. sometimes that's what I want instead of a remake or a remaster. I want a, pre- I want the old game preserved with a bit of a touch up. The right. I think it's got fewer quality of life changes than the NES version of the games. It feels like movement speed for characters is faster. They did. Mm. It does seem like they sped that up a, a little bit, but not enough to be like super noticeable. And you do have a dash if you want to get around. But for the most part, it's is okay so i was really worried because when this trailer first came out it looked to me like they were doing the exact same thing that they did with the ios version of 6 and 5 and that looks ugly. which was terrible it looks ugly and terrible the character sprites at least yeah. that's not what they did they are touched up by the, the one of the original sprite artists of the old games uh they went in redid a bunch of the sprites so do so many of them look good even when they're kind of the same like i think sid's basically the same sprite but he's got color corrected so he looks closer to his battle sprite and um they all look just so good and it is a lot of the special effects have been changed um to look better and yet the spirit's still there and it does seem like they're basing it off of previous translations but they don't f- if g- looking at what um legends of localization wrote up about the different translations of final fantasy 4 it feels like this one is based off of the quote-unquote more recent translations but touched up to get some of the pop culture references out there that dated it to get some of the like unnecessary uh cursing and stuff out of there that wasn't there before like there's a bunch of stuff that's touched up, so it feels like we might actually have probably the best translation thus far. And so, you know, it's... The, the only thing that they haven't touched up are actually the monster sprites, oddly enough. Hmm. But you don't... like, Except for, like, not having as many dark lines for some of them, it doesn't really, like, feel odd. It doesn't feel out of place. But this Pixel well, it's like. Sorry, go ahead. I was
1: say, the, the monster sprites are only seen in battle. Yes. And so if they were sort of the battle sprites were, you know, better than the overworld sprites. So if they're sort of touching up the overworld sprites.
0: Well, they are touching up the character battle sprites too.
1: Right, too. I guess, yeah, I guess that's true. So but like still, if they, the they were already at a higher up, standard. Like
0: the backgrounds are touched up. So everything's been touched up except for the monster sprites. But again, they still look good. So that's probably part of the reason why they haven't changed them. Because it's like, those are where you don't really need to. And some of it might just be that it was too much work for one person to do all that. Um, yeah. But that look, so it's looking good. And it's really, this is making me look forward to the pixel remaster for Final Fantasy V and VI. Um, especially if they're going to have like the Game Boy Advance translations but improved or something. So I'm I, I'm I'm digging it. I'm really looking forward to, to to the new ones and I know a lot of people complain that this was only announced for uh, mobile and PC and that there was no console port announced. My guess is that because these are still being worked on and they don't have solid dates yet, it's easier to release on iOS and Steam versus all the hoops you got to jump through on sony microsoft nintendo and you don't know when you're going to get that like you're going to hear back from all of them so they're probably waiting until all three versions are all six versions i should say because it is six games are completed they're going to put them through certification and then you're going to get here's your console release date on the same day on all the platforms so that's my guess I can't say for certain that's what they're doing because I'm obviously not an insider. But if I were to speculate, that's probably what they're doing. So I would imagine probably sometime early 2022, you will have Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster Collection on console. Now, it is kind of outrageously priced for all of them. I will say that. like they, they, They have a big discount for ordering them all on Steam, which is probably another reason why they're doing it like they are. But this is like more more than sixty dollars for all of the games. Um, like I think, just Final Fantasy for itself is like eighteen bucks, and that's a lot of money for uh, for, for a product like this when you're considering the whole pa- the whole shebang the whole package. Um, but for me, it's like this is basically the collection I've been wanting for years now. So I might actually buy it again on different consoles to make sure I have it. Or if they do like a physical bundle on a console, I might buy it just so I have it. Um. So I would say definitely if you if you're not playing on PC or you didn't get a Steam Deck, then look out for this. Early 2022 is my prediction, because the it's it's that game I that that made so much of a difference to me seven years old when I played it and the music all the music arrangements oh man dude Uh, now you're
1: making me want to play it
0: oh I should I mean you you should go back I played a bit of it on Sunday on um steam on on stream so you should should go check it out and see some of the changes it's gorgeous beautiful um deal with my Mm. cringeworthy commentary in places, or attempts, <laughs> more like cringeworthy attempts to voice act in places. There you go.
1: Um, uh, actually, that sounds that sounds like it's definitely worth it.
0: Yeah, but the the that's one of the things that I've been playing. I've also been playing Damon X Machina because uh, I wanted to get that out of my backlog. Ever since I played the demo in 2019, I was like, I want to play this. I got it on PC instead of Switch in the long run, but it's a good time. It is, however, quite easy so far. So I'm wondering about that because that, that makes it a little difficult to really get into. I beat No More Heroes 3. No More Heroes nice. 3 is definitely the best of the trilogy and I really enjoyed it. And it's one of those games where you get to the end credits and you could tell the team really loved what what they worked on. And that's all you can really wish for, you know, in a game. But that was, that was great. Um, shoot, what else? Because I think right now I'm kind of looking forward to stuff more. Um, because uh, Lost Judgments coming out, um, that's gonna be fun. Once I'm done Final Fantasy IV, I am gonna start Yeast Nine. Um, when I'm done Daemon X Machina, I'm gonna start Flynn Son of Crimson on stream. I think, but that's that's the thing. Like right now, I'm looking forward to a lot of stuff. Aliens Fire Team Elite.
1: Ooh yeah, that, I've been wanting to play that
0: because that's one of the things we did try last month. Was the beta to um. Back for blood. Back for blood. Back for blood. And back for it's funny that the two of them do similar things. They are they are both inspired by Left for Dead. They have special you know enemy class units kind of a thing, Um, and they both have this weird card system to add as a sort of extra challenge or thing like wager for rewards or something like that. And yet, back for blood, I don't even know. Something like the whole time, something felt off. It felt like they were both trying to be left for dead. Cause I mean, it's the same development team, right? They basically want to make left for dead three, but they're also trying to differentiate it from being left for dead three and be its own thing. But the way that they do, it feels off. Like everything feels off. Um, The enemies, like the, the sound effects for the special infected don't sound like they're not very noticeable. In fact, like, I'm sitting there hearing what just – I'm wondering, like, am I hearing, like, a special infected or is this the regular infected sounding vomity or something? Like, am I hearing something special? And then, like, most of them blend in with the regular inf- infected too much. Their colors are the same and everything yeah. versus the yeah. – and that's the thing. Like, there's distinct music, distinct sound effects, and a distinct visual design to all the special infected and in left 4 dead. And maybe that's all the Valve influence versus whatever Warner Brothers Interactive cares about. Um, now, in Aliens Fire Team Elite, the funny thing is the special infected... I mean, the special aliens, like the special Xenos, don't really... like Because they're kind of like tied by the general Xenomorph design. Everything must look like a Xenomorph, so any mutation can only look so different. Now, you could basically tell them by... That one's taking cover. That's a spitter. That one's big. It's either... A, and it's on all fours. It's a prowler. That one's big and it's on... Uh, it's two legs. Therefore, it's bad news. Let's kill it as quickly as we can. Um, but for the most part... Dude, it is... There's something more arcade about it. There's something that feels closer to what the original Left 4 Dead did. So, you know, just this week I streamed with Zach and Asuna. And... Man, it was a good time. It felt closer to those old Left for Dead nights I had with friends, and it's again, it's got its changes. It does have its character classes. Um, they don't feel like, like they feel like they're meaningful, but they're not like overcomplicating things. You've got perk grids, so you can modify your perks, but it doesn't feel like it changes the core gameplay, right? I mean, it does like improves what you're doing, and it, it can change what some of your power ups and abilities do, but you're playing the game so it's like the, it's more focused on the core fun with these things to help give it uh, longevity as opposed to whatever Back for Blood is doing which that's even got like a big campaign right so Aliens yeah. Fire Team Elite doesn't really um, you technically have dialogue in your missions and stuff but your missions are go in go from point to point deal with waves of aliens and survive and it's got difficulty levels. It's got a horde mode you can unlock after you've beaten the quote-unquote campaign for the first time. And I feel like this, with the right group, this is, like, for me, the new Left 4 Dead. And Back for Blood will probably play it on Game Pass because it'll be free. But I don't know. Like, I'd rather just buy Aliens Fireteam Elite again on Xbox and play with you and Nolan. And granted, I heard that it's been patched, but I heard it's got some issues on Xbox. But that's the thing; I'd rather wait it out. (laughs) Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather do that because it's like, dude, the game's a lot of fun. Um, and so it's it's yeah, it's probably it might be one of those games. I don't know. Like, I know a lot of people. I know a few people got it, and a lot of people, those that got it, are mostly enjoying it. But the thing is, it's also it. It had okay marketing, and it's a forty dollars game, which a lot of people rather than enticing people will cause them to stay away from it, um, which is kind of bizarre. Uh, Meanwhile, you know, people were buying paying seventy bucks for brand new Sony games, right? And it's like okay. Um, yeah. But yeah, Aliens Fire Team Elite, like it's it's yeah, it's it's highly recommended if you want something like Left 4 Dead. Granted, I've only played about a little over a quarter of it. We've still got more to play, so who knows? Maybe by the end, and who knows? Maybe it won't be as fun to come back to. But I. Like if we were to compare like what I played this year, like with Outriders, right? And when we mm-hmm. tried Gears of War and when we went to play um, Back for Blood, like all those co-op experiences we tried this year, Aliens Fire Team Elite is basically what I've been looking for. But granted, now here here's again with a thing. Now, gr- see, this is more straightforward shooter, so it's not comparable. But that's the thing, like Remnant from the Ashes. I really enjoyed what I played of that. Every time I played that game, I had a good time, but you and Nolan seem to have far less of an enjoyable time than I did. So it's like, well, maybe I'm off on this one, but I like Zach and Asuna had a good time. And I guess if you if you go back and you watch the VOD of that as well, you'll be able to see yourself. It's like, is this really a good time or not?
1: Yeah. No, yeah, Remnant was not a great time. I I think this is probably more the yeah. We don't have to talk about Remnant from the Ashes.
0: <laughs> I know. But, I, I I basically feel like I want to just go back and play that solo and get through it maybe, myself.
1: Maybe maybe that'd be fun, but yeah, no. Um, I'm trying to think, there's anything like I'm really looking forward to, but I'm.
0: Not so. Really? You're not looking for anything? I mean not not You soon. know what? See see you should check out like you, you were all big about Cyberpunk. Game Deck is like a game that should be up your alley, right? Um Steel Assault was a new tribute game that looks really good. This is just this month too. Ultra age, I got a, that's a game to wait on. Same with Tales of Iron, just wait and see. Um no, I mean I guess there's like there's nothing like
1: that's just, like, really calling my name, I, I guess. I
0: forgot, Collicula Effect 2 is next month. Oh, man. Sorry, I'm whispering now. Collegiate Effect 2 is next month. Because I'm looking at my release list of games coming out. Yeah. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy next month? I mean, that's... Oh, yeah. I'll probably pick that up. Okay. So there, is like... something. there is something you're looking forward to. Like, it's not
1: like, it's not, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm cautiously looking forward to it, but yeah. yeah.
0: Did you ever get to play the Pathless? Cause that's on PlayStation.
1: I did not. I need to check that out. See, there's the a Pathless. bunch of stuff,
0: but that's the thing. Like I will admit as well for all of my griping about like AAA, I looked back at my like wish list and stuff like that. And I was, that's one of the reasons I finally grabbed Yeast 9. Cause I'm like, you know, all my griping. And this is a game that I was so looking forward to and that I never bought like th- th- that that's kind of true about a number of things like there's a any game called Mighty Goose I wanted to uh play um smelter skelter is a game I was interested in like there's a bunch of stuff that came uh Ender Lilies was a game I wanted to play like there's so many games I wanted to play but then I skipped over and it's like you know what I ought to make good on what I say and play these games that look interesting you know so
1: Hear you, but do you?
0: Um, I do. No, I guess that's. I guess that's the end of the line for us for tonight. Um, We'll see if next time I'm either in your place or I finally got things organized. Because when we move to Twitch, I realize it's going to have to be more organized. I am going to like. We're going to have to have like. Here's the points we're going to talk about. Here's the games we're going to talk about, and it's like going to have to be more regimented. Um oh, no now, granted we will be also able to have more people on probably more easily um and, it, and the thing that i'm trying to make sure i figure out is how to structure cuz with a twitch stream you've got live audience feedback but i'm still going to be uploading to iTunes and Google Podcasts that are audio only so when you're listening after the fact How that stuff is handled is going to be very important because it can be very disruptive to a conversation. So with that in mind, hoping to have something figured out and to have a regular group of friends coming in and out and also how often um, it could be as little as once a month, maybe twice a month, so like a mid-month check-in and then an end-of-month check-in. Um, cause I don't know if I'd be able to come up with topics regularly to just discuss, uh, and like try to do. I mean, and we've, how many conversational grab bags have we had as, as they were introducing, they've become more and more frequent. So.
1: Yeah, especially, especially if we're not, if we don't have a specific movie or specific game that we've been playing together, it makes, yeah, conversational grab bags happen a lot more.
0: And that's been getting more difficult because it's like, hey, what did I watch on TV? Psychopaths and Godzilla Singular Point. And have you, do you even know what these things are? Like, it's, so you don't even answer.
1: I, 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 I kind of, yeah, I think I know. <laughs>
0: Maybe, oh, I mean Godzilla's in your points on Netflix, so you've probably at least seen that. Yeah, advertised somehow. But no, that's the thing. It's like I, it's like even, we're even watching like different stuff. So it's it's that's part of the work working around that. It's like what can we discuss? What can we look at? What can we figure out now that we're play? We're engaging in very different media at this point. So. As I said, like, don't know if it'll be the next one or the one after that, but we will be moving to Twitch. Um, I probably said this a million times now, but eh, that's be that 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 that's how it be. So, that's how it be. all right. Any last words before I kill you? Uh I don't know. All right, there's the I'm- last words. All right. Everybody then have a good night. We look forward to you listening in next time.
1: Yeah. Catch you guys later.